What's happened, my fellow 120ers? I uh, hope you're having a good day and everybody is still settling into and getting used to the new year. Um, <clears throat> sorry to uh, adjust the schedule and everybody today and, and shoot a little bit early. I'm uh, going to be spending some time with family this evening, so I wanted to make sure that I made time to do the Sunday sit down. And uh, <clears throat> today I'd like to talk to you guys um, or just share some thoughts uh, about something that uh, has really kind of I guess, so to speak, come to the forefront of my mind and that um, I was really led in scripture, into scripture to uh, have a little bit more understanding. And uh, today I would like to actually talk to you guys about something that is probably going to make some people feel uncomfortable. But the problem that I'm finding as I talk to more people and even uh, as I do my own research is that much of the church at large um, you know, the institutionalized church, should I say, when pastors go and speak at their their pulpits, many times they're speaking about things. They're speaking in ways that actually acquiesces to or um, in a sense kind of bows to the wants of the people listening. <clears throat> if you have a business you're running, you're not going to go in there and start telling the investors things they don't want to hear. Right. And, and that's going to drive away your investors. Well, you know, as congregations to churches in truth each participant in that congregation in a sense is like an investor right their tithings their contributions their service those are all investments that that person is making into that church congregation so you're not going to say things and talk about things that are going to kind of scare people off or make them feel uncomfortable so in truth a large part of what a, a, a many pastors are forced to do is speak in a way that it really kind of acquiesces. Now, I'm not saying every single one. I'm not trying to downplay anybody. But what I'm trying to say is that what I want to do and the purpose of 120 Army is to, to really, truly talk real. Right. And in the military, they don't train people with, uh, you know, pellet guns and, and BB guns. They train on real weapons with real explosives um, <clears throat> in real time. Right. And what combat type situations might be. And same with martial arts, um, any type of, uh, you know, fight training and stuff like that. You, you train with some gloves on and you, you go at it. Right. And so realistic training, realistic understanding is the only way to prepare for and defeat um, our enemy. Paul says that we are in a war. Right. With unseen forces and, and powers and, and, and heavenly places. Right. <clears throat> Thank you to those who are joining. I really do appreciate it. So. If we are at war, then we need to understand what it is we're looking at and, and be honest and real with our learnings without actually giving credence to, should I say, or, or um, <clears throat> power to and, and honor to those things which are not good for us, but we still need to understand. Right. So if I had an enemy, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, he's the best fighter in the world. I got to get in that ring and he's the best fighter ever. I'm going to say, hey, this guy is a good fighter. These are his tactics and techniques. And I'm going in there with the mentality to, to straight beat him down over 12 rounds. I'm probably going to get beat up a little bit. Obviously, it's a boxing match. Everybody gets hit. Right. But I'm going in there with the intention to beat him, knowing what his tactics are, not what he's accomplished. Right. And so when we begin to study uh, really our enemy, 
we, we start in scripture. Everything must be anchored in scripture, always at all times. Now, I'm not saying to, um, what do they call it? Bibli idolatry, where people begin to idolize the Bible. No, idolize the author, not the book. But go to the book as the handbook for all things, right? The military has survival guides that they give out. Um, they have mount school instructions and all these different, you know, and booklets that go with the school and the training that you're learning. So you, you do it, you read it, right? So what I would like to talk to you guys today is about something that I shared with um, a couple weeks back, uh, a situation that had come up with our, our family and, and our son was suffering. And I made reference to new age things and things like that, you know, chakras, third eyes, all this other stuff. Right now, one of the things that I want to talk to you guys about was one of the things that, you know, my son was doing was really doing some research and making an attempt to kind of open this third eye or this mystic eye, some call it the eye of God whatever. <clears throat> but as I began really looking at some of these things and, and paying attention to what my son was saying, what was going on that led to where he is at this point and the suffering that he's going through, one of the things that I noticed was there was something that rang in my mind about scripture and something that the, the Lord had said. And what he said comes out of Matthew chapter six, verse 22. I'm going to read the King James version. So that way these, these words kind of line up. Um, because there's a lot of variation. But in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, it says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Now, <clears throat> it's not hard to figure out. Like, you know, we're not going to walk around with one eye, right? But he's talking about something. The light of the body is the eye. Now, notice that the world has a method. It has made up its own thing in words to kind of, in a sense, um, distort maybe scripture and twist it a little bit. The eye, the third eye, right? The eye of God, the eye of raw and all these other things they want to call it. Jesus is, right, is stating something here. The light of the body is the eye. Right? If therefore thine eye be single thy whole body shall be full with light. So we have an understanding the world at large is like, oh, the third eye. And there's all this stuff going on right now about people trying to open their third eye and do all this other stuff. Okay. No. <laughs> and let me explain to you why it is that I'm saying that. Right. If thy eye be single, we'll say our mind. Right. And in scripture, the word that was used, some of you will see translations that say, um, if the eye be single, if the eye be good, if the eye be healthy. Okay, the actual original Greek word haplos, I don't know if I'm saying it completely right, H-A-P-L-O-U-S, it's actually G573 in Strong's. It says to be motivated by singleness of purpose without guile, sincere, straightforward, i.e. without a hidden agenda. Most people go into these things with a satanic agenda. And what I mean with that is, it's not like, oh, you know, sacrifice, whatever. Their, their hidden agenda is, I'm glorifying me. My eye is not single to the glory of God. My eye is single to the glory of me, right? I'm going to be enlightened. I'm going to have knowledge. I'm going to have mystic powers. I'm going to be this, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to blah, 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 me, 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 me. That really sounds familiar. I will do this. I am going to do that. That's exactly the words of Lucifer before he was kicked out of heaven. I will ascend to the mountain. I will sit in this place. I will do this. And most people, when they go into this realm of seeking the third eye and opening up the mystic realms and stuff, actually imagine it like this. <clears throat> okay. Remember the old saying that money is the root of all evil? 
<laughs> that is such a lie. Money is not the root of all evil. It's simply fertilizer for the root that is inside of us, right? What, you're, what you have inside of you is simply fertilized by those things and it comes out. It's not what goes into a man, but what comes out that defiles him, okay? So <clears throat> with that kind of thinking, right, a little bit of you know, imagination here. Imagine that we all have a, a key ring, right? With a bunch of keys on it. Jesus said that he was going to give the keys of the kingdom to his apostles, right? And many people have run away with that idea. He said he would give us the comforter who would reveal the truth, who would testify, who would comfort, right? Tell, the, tell us the truth, guide us in the way, help us discern these different things. We have keys. The problem is a lot of people are taking those keys and they're trying to bust into different rooms of God's house, we'll say, right? They're trying to, because they have all the keys to all the Ferraris and the cars, we'll say, that God has, they think that they can just jump in whatever vehicle they want and ride. They can go into any of God's rooms in his house. That is completely wrong. Just because you have keys does not mean you have the authority, the right, the approval of God to open up certain things, the rooms in the house, to drive certain vehicles. And a great many pastors and leaders are guilty of this. They begin calling each other apostle, begin calling each other different things, begin declaring things, calling themselves prophets. This is not correct. We, we are not to be usurpers. If we're going to kick open the front door of somebody's house, you better believe that you're going to get attacked by their dog or shot or whatever it may be. You're going to suffer if you break into somebody's house. Even if you came to my house and I let you, hey, can you watch my house? But I need you to stay out of this room because I'm, you know, I've got things in there, whatever. Then out of respect, you would stay out of that room, right? Many of us have forgotten to respect God. And what I mean is <clears throat> just like the word, right? If thine eye be single, singleness of purpose, you are motivated by something that is sincere, without guile, without a hidden agenda. Many people do not go forward in this life re recognizing that, hey, look, science has proven there are energy parts of our body, right? Our heart produces an electric pulse. Our brain works off electrical waves. We actually are magnificent machines created by the hand of God in the image of God. So therefore, there is a lot to us. However, that does not mean we need to go kicking open doors and looking for mystical experiences because many people read the scriptures and we read the, the, the about the prophets. They didn't run around every day tripping out and having mystical experiences. Yes, they are recorded. That doesn't mean they lived every single day ooh, ah, in the clouds. Right? Many of them were very depressed. Many of them had very hard times, low times where they were like, Lord, where are you? Like, Lord, what, hiding in a cave after he called down fire. You know what I mean? So many things. So let's not let our imaginations run away with us, but let us be someone and people, should I say, that if our eye is single, single to what? Maybe single to the glory of God. If we do not go forward in our lives, if the people who are chasing their mystic third eye opening, they're doing it for their own glory. And that's the problem. And that's the satanic aspect that uh, Pastor Randy, yes, satanic, the satanic, the devilish aspect is that we are looking to glorify ourselves. People want to open third eyes, line up chakras, do these things. And what they don't realize is that their eye is single to one thing, not the glory of God. Their eye is single to their own glorification. And that's where things can take, can take a real ugly turn. God made us as amazing, amazing machines in his image. 
So it's only expected that there's going to be parts and pieces of us that seem almost supernatural. And people have made a religion out of it. New age, mystic, chakras, other things. I'm not trying to down on anybody. And I'm not trying to say they're lying either. The devil has to use some truth in order to lure people in because we're not all stupid. So he will use truth. He twists the truth. He can only work with what God has given. So no to someone who once asked me, is God and the devil the same person? Absolutely not. The devil is a pretender, a liar. He takes what is God's and he twists it to make it look like it's something else. It's his, it's yours, it's the world's. And that's the problem. And that's why I stand and speak against new age practices because they do not glorify God. They glorify the human being. The eye is not single to his glory, his kingdom. There is a hidden agenda, right? As we could say, it's not single to him. Now, <clears throat> I want to actually uh, make sure that I've kind of hit the points I wanted to, okay? Because I don't want to just come on here and start spouting stuff and people be like, oh, this guy and his hating on new age stuff or hating this and he's just another. No, my eye is single, my eye, my mind is single to God. Lead me, guide me. Not, you know, God, give me the keys to that room right there. God, I want to drive your Ferrari. I want to have mystical experiences. I just want to love my God and be loved by my God. I want to be able to call him my God and he calls me his son. We call him our God and he calls us his people. That's what we should be seeking for. Not mystical, magical experiences. Now, I've had some pretty strange experiences in my life, but none of them were brought on because I was meditating or I was doing some practice. Remember, new age mysticism, chakras and all these things, these require works. As soon as you stop doing the works, the power, so to speak, will fade with it. And that should tell you alone that this is not of God and this, these types of practices. Now, did God make us with energy in our body and in areas that even science and machines can read or high output energies or heat points of our body? Yes. I've studied martial arts and guess what? Nerve striking is real. The nerves run towards certain areas of the body, peripheral nervous system and everything, and you can hit it and it'll give you an effect on the body. Right. We are very, very magnificent machines made in the image of God. Let us not glorify ourselves or be single to our own glory and, and gratification. And that's the problem with doing these types of things. And that's why a lot of people are having mental breakdowns. They're still not they're They're not living with the fullness of purpose or feeling the purpose. Once they stop doing their yoga, they stop doing their meditations and their chakras and all this other stuff. It all goes like that. Why? Because that is a works-based religious type mentality with an eye single to glorifying the body, the self, the person, the identity before the world, because we want to look like we have it together. I'm going to tell you something. If you read your scriptures and read them really closely, you're going to see that most of the prophets didn't have it all together. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm really shocked they didn't create Prozac or something else like that thousands of years ago because most of these guys are just like, Lord, I'm depressed. Lord, I'm hiding in a cave. And like, bro, you just called down fire. Didn't you, didn't you see what I just did for you? And now you're hiding in a cave from some woman who wants to kill you, right? Paul beaten, all the apostles suffered and died. Yeah, I mean, hey, that sounds like a kind of depressing story, doesn't it? For the world. So don't think you have to have it all together. And please do not think that you are going to find answers by pursuing new age pursuits. Consistently right, realize, like I've said before, from my last time talking in the story of Jesus being on the boat, 
remember the Lord is on your boat. He does not abandon his people. We have a key ring that doesn't give us the authority to go ramping around, uh, tromping around God's house, opening everything and unlocking everything, chakras and all this other stuff, because, well, you don't need to. If you persistently and patiently wait on God, you will find that sometimes the most magical, we'll say, but mysterious things will happen. And you don't have to push it. You don't have to force it. Because if you do, then you end up suffering. Right. And it says, uh, but if in 23 of Matthew chapter six, continuing on, it says, but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee it be darkness, how great is that darkness? Suffering. Right. One of the things that I'd like to share with you comes out of um, the new King James Version. It's a spirit filled Bible that has notes at the bottom. And actually the notes that it has for Matthew chapter six, verse 22 through 24 it says this, the person with the good or healthy or single eye is one whose intent is to serve God and not mammon, not self, not flesh, right? The bad person with bad eye is selfish, covetous, and miserly. The one's life is full of light, meaning a purpose. The other's is plunged into darkness, deprived of meaning. And I don't mean in any way to shame my son. He is a good boy who really, truly, I think, had what he thought were good intentions, but the good intentions were not the real singleness of God and the glory of God. And he has been plunged into darkness. A lot of people, the more I've talked to them, when they go into these uh, mental phases or acute phases, they feel like they're just in total darkness. They're lost mentally. And how appropriate that in scripture, we can learn that if your eye is single, right? Single to the glory of God, right? Without a hidden agenda, then you actually, your life will be filled with light, meaning and purpose, reason. If not, then you were plunged into darkness, deprived of meaning. And a lot of people, despite their new age practices, still haven't really found meaning in life. Therefore, they just have to continue to repeat the practices over and over. It's almost like a drug high. You have to keep going back and getting the drug to get the high. And so they begin chasing that rather than realizing God is the chain breaker and the link crusher. We do not need to link ourselves, begin chasing, uh, so to speak, a spiritual high. And New Age practices are all works based. And that's why I speak against New Age practices, not New Age people, because I'm a sinner. Right. Psalm says, Lord, do not put your servant on trial because no one is innocent. So I'm not speaking against people. I'm not calling or, or anyone less or demeaning anyone. What I'm saying is certain practices in this world are not real. They're not truly of God. They're not real in the, in, the, in the fact that they don't really free you. They give you a high. You feel good, but it's a works-based system. And as soon as you stop doing it, then you're going to go right back to where you were. But when you chase God, when your eye is single, right, focused, without guile, sincere, straightforward, right, motivated by one purpose and no hidden agenda, and that is God, you be glorified. I simply want a relationship with my God. I don't want to be magic and mystical and read people's minds and have ESP. Hey, if you want to see that stuff, go watch Star Wars. See what a pursuit of, of power and the shortcut will do. That's what made Sith Lords in Star Wars. That's what changed Anakin as powerful as he was into Darth Vader, right? If our eye, our mind is single without an agenda to the glory of God, Lord, I just want to have a relationship with you. I don't want to speak in tongues. 
If you want me to, good, but I'm not, I'm not here for speaking in tongues. If you want me to receive a revelation, prophesy, see a vision, fine, but I'm not here for what, for those things. Those are knickknack, paddywhack things. I want a relationship with my God so much so that, like I said in the beginning, I call him my God and he calls me his son. We call him our God and he calls us his people. That's what my agenda is. And that is where you will find that the most wondrous things will be unlocked to you. But we must be patient. Again, just because we've all been given keys, which we all have. Remember, the most powerful key you have is the key to prayer. To unlock the heavens. To unlock things. But many people go around trying to unlock everything. I declare this and healing and that, blah, 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 blah. When in reality, that's not the way it was meant to be used. That is not a proper and single-minded use of the power God has given us. And because we have these keys, many people are trying to break into rooms, explore God's house rather than, Lord, I just want to be with you. You could hang 101 million keys around my key ring and I'm going to stay right the heck here because I want you, not magic. Too many people want the mystery rather than, they, than the, the mystery is, is, wow, how much you love us, that we can be your children. That is the great search. So for those who have seen the videos I've had, for those who may have shared this with somebody else, here's why I'm speaking against New Age practices. Here is why it is actually a nefarious practice, an evil and devilish practice to try and open your third eye and do these things because you're not trying to glorify anybody else but yourself. And Satan wanted to glorify himself. That's why he was removed from heaven. He did not have an eye single to the glory of God or his kingdom. It was his own. And many people are caught up in that. Please do not let yourself get caught up in these things. If you know somebody who's playing with these things, if you've been tempted to, to uh, play and dabble in these things yourself, remember, if you're trying to open chakras, open third eyes, open these things, you are simply trying to glorify yourself. Because I'm telling you, most of the things that they shared, and I have people who will witness that most of the things that they're sharing, that the experiences you can have, I've had a great deal of those types of experiences and I've never tried to open a chakra. I've never tried to open a third eye. I don't do this ohm and, and ding-a-ding stuff, right? not to be demeaning, right? So please, if I can testify of one thing, look, do is there an eye? Yes, there is an eye. Jesus even says so. But is, is it the third eye, the eye of God, the eye of the stuff? No, let's not get ridiculous. Do we need to go doing things to open that eye and do new age practices? Absolutely not. What we need to do is keep our focus, no hidden agendas, straightforward, without guile, sincere. Lord, if you want me to have mystic experiences, then I will. If you don't, then I don't give a crap. I just want to be with you. I want to be your son. Call you my father, not just my God. And you call me your child and a servant. That's what I want. And if that's what you want and your mind is single to that, you will get that. That's the story of the prophets. Too many people want to force. Please do not kick open the door to God's house by doing this mystic stuff and opening third eyes and doing all these things. Because I'm telling you, if you kick the door to somebody's house open, you're either going to one, get attacked by a dog or two, you're going to get shot. Either way, you're going to suffer. So don't be trying to kick open the door to mysticism by doing new age practices. That's how people are getting hurt. Go online and do some research and you're going to find how many people have been institutionalized, put on drugs and other things because they've done these things. 
Because why? Well, you kick the door open and the dog is waiting. And guess who that dog is? Satan. He's the one who actually brings punishment. And God just simply says, well, not that he won't step in and save you, not that he doesn't care, but we ourselves are bringing on ourselves a great deal of suffering, just like in the Bible. If your eye is single, single to what? The glory of God, simply a relationship with them, not magic and mysticism and all this other stuff. Ah, man, you'll be healthy. You'll be full of light, goodness, purpose, motivation for good things. Maybe even God working wonders through you, but it doesn't matter. But if your eyes, if you have darkness, uh, how great is that darkness? You're going to lose purpose. You're going to be depressed. You're going to have psychotic breakdowns. You're going to have the, the, the depressive things. Now, I'm not saying these things don't happen sometimes because chemical imbalances just by nature, but many people right now are causing their own problems. Let's pull together. Let's speak sensibly. Let's understand the enemy we are fighting, not to give him reverence, but so that way when the time comes, the devil is the one saying, oh, please, God, peel this person off me. They won't stop praying. They won't stop pushing. They won't stop just, oh, my, like, God, get them off me. Rather than like, please, God, resist the devil for me. No. Lucifer is going to say, oh, my gosh, get this person the hell off me. Like, I want to get away from this guy. Right? That's the kind of thinking and people we should be because our eyes and our eyes are singly focused on one thing. That is the glory of our father in heaven, the honor of his name and, and the coming forth of his kingdom. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed, honored, glory be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus was saying a prayer that he didn't ask us to repeat over and over. He was showing us how to pray and what it meant to be someone who was single-minded. So it is not what goes in, but what comes out that defiles a person. Money is not the root of all evil. It simply fertilizes the root that is in you. And that's where evil comes from, out, what grows out of you. So new age practices, at your own peril, play with them. But you were practicing a loser religion. Why? Because as soon as you stop, the works, ha the, the works stop, everything stops. It is works-based. Come to Jesus who gives freely, whose yoke is light. He's not asking you to do a bunch of work. Just be single-minded. Don't have any hidden agenda. As the word says, <clears throat> to be motivated with single purpose, without guile, sincere, straightforward, no hidden agendas. That's all. And all things will come to those who love him. All things. We don't have to force it. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to do magic shows. We don't have to ding and dong and listen to hurts and do all these other things. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve that I'm seeking. He brings freedom and he freely gives to those who will stand at the door and knock too, who will seek, put in the effort and the time, who will ask, be humble, right? Who will take the time to knock, not kick his door open. So let us be people who respect our God. Let us be people who love our God and simply want to be loved by a God who just wants to love you and will provide all things you need. Please, this is why I'm speaking against the New Age practices, not against the people, the practices. So I will stop at that. I hope this has been in encouraging or informative to somebody out there because I'm learning these things as we go. But look, once again, right, scripture 
my mind was called back to scripture, like, God, this third eye thing and this things that my kid was playing with and so many other people are playing with and I see all over YouTube and you're going to get money, get wealth, do all these things, create your own future. And it's like, man, control is such a false thing, but it controls people. Let us be people who actually understand scripture and like, God, what is this third eye? Aaron, it's not a lie. It's been twisted. It's been made into something and it's being used because Satan can only use what's been put around and twist it. He's a copycat. He's a liar. He's a faker. He hasn't created anything new. And he's not doing anything new. If thine eye be single, un unabashedly just, God, I want to love you then how your whole body will be filled with light. Your life will have purpose, will have meaning. So let it have meaning in Christ. Jesus is the way, not a way, the way. And through him will come freedom. Every other way will bring bondage and suffering sooner or later because it's he's already laid it out for us. This is why I am against new age practices. This is why I'm talking against opening third eyes and playing with that stuff. Because it's a distortion. It's a lie. So I love you guys. I'm not going to go any farther than that. I, hopefully I've, I've proven my point, explained my reasoning and been informative to someone out there. The, the, the truth is here right in front of us in scripture. Rely on that. Turn to that. And you will see the truth of what's going on in the world. It's simply distorting what God has already put here. So I love you guys. Hey, Nani, my sister, thank you very much for jumping on here. For all of those who took the time, I want to say thank you very much for your time. There's nothing more precious. I don't want to waste it. Um, and, and again, I'm not a preacher. I'm not trying to preach. I am simply sharing with you guys in real time things that have been happening in our family's life and that have affected us as a family. Our son is suffering very badly right now. And as a family, we've been suffering. But I will say this. If the devil can get online, bro, you jacked with the wrong person. I'm, I don't know how to quit. I'm that ridiculous. I'm the dog that you will be praying for God to peel off your ankle. So let us be those same people. So may the Lord be with you all. Thank you all for taking the time. Stay strong, be strong, and pray on. It is the greatest power you have. Thanks a lot. We'll see you guys soon.